Ten years. Three boys. One question. Are we friends? <laughs> hello, hello, and welcome to the podcast, the name and Christmas theme of which is Are We Friends? I am your co-host, Taylor. I am your co-co-host, Brian. And I'm Jorge. And <laughs> I'm Jorge. And this is the Christmas show where three boys who've known each other for about 10 years go through their interests one at a time to see if they are actually still friends anymore or if it's just inertia. This is our third? Third Christmas third. show? Yes. Number three. The Number third. Three. The third episode in Christmas time. The and it is of the my Jedi Christmas of interest. It is. It is episode three. Or Revenge um, of the Sith if we want to be maniacs. I don't I think was that was say, a movie. Ghost, Ghost of Christmas <laughs> is yet to come since it's Christmas Carol, but... Well, you know. And that is what we're talking about. We are talking about Charles Dickens' fabulous Segway. work, The Christmas Carol. No, it's A Christmas Carol. It is not The it is Christmas sure Carol. A, a Christmas Carol. Actually, A Christmas Carol in prose being a ghost story of Christmas is the full title. Yeah, but it's still, still A. Wrong. You said the. Like, it's fine. Yeah, you added just more words. I'm wrong. Yeah, you can missed, add more like, made up words. Just because you're, right. you're less wrong doesn't make you right. That's no, not how it works. Right it's still a negative yeah, number. Yeah, talking about how right we are. Exactly. No, but if you're not you're totally wrong. right, but you're wrong. But it still isn't the Christmas Carol. So at, yeah, we're not so talking about us. We're talking about you. At worst, we're both wrong. But like that means my correction is still valid. Which was the whole point. Exactly. Thank you. Anyways, keep going. <laughs> so, Charles Dickens' fabulous little novella, A Christmas Carol, um, <laughs> is one of my favorite all-time parts of Christmas. Not, no, don't, don't get, don't, I'm not going to try to put on airs here. It's not the novella. For me, it's gonna say, like, Muppet's Christmas Carol. Muppet's, Muppet's Christmas Carol That's it. That's is my absolute favorite Christmas movie of all time. And so yes. what I want to do with us today is talk about Christmas Carol, but secretly I just want to prove to everyone listening that Muppet's Christmas Carol is the greatest bit of Christmas media ever produced on God's Christmas planet. <laughs> so <laughs> num- to his other planet. <laughs> hey, I mean, if you believe mm. science and God, they're, you know, like mm. the dinosaurs are at least for a side project. That's <laughs> very, po- I'm not going to get into it. If there, are infinite, one, if there are infinite universes, there has to be, an infinite number of them which do believe in God, which have some version of Christmas, which ostensibly yes. means that there could be a Christmas every single day. That's a lot of Oh, ifs. my God. That's too much. All right. Please. I know, right? This is why multiverse theory is awesome. Okay, it's, so it's, I, it's ridiculous. I have a little bit of a theory here. Hmm. Um, it seems to me like you didn't actually prepare anything besides oh the, my the topic God. is Christmas Carol. <laughs> am, I, am I getting warm there? Uh, you're not entirely cold, but I did. But chestnuts are not roasting on an open fire. About. Uh, I, I wanted to talk about myself, and I wanted to talk about Scrooge. <laughs> what uh, a as shot. you guys know from a couple episodes ago, uh, I have been having a bit of a rough time in the Christmas season so far. Like it's the end of the semester for me. Grad school is rough. I slept three hours last night. And I'm a little on edge. I have one fabulous Smirnoff Ice, which is just Christmassy enough that it's taking the edge off. But like, I still haven't felt a lot of Christmas joy mm-hmm. until I watched Muppets Christmas Carol today. So you did um, watch it today? I did watch it today. I watched it on VHS. 
So what what do you love about Muppets Christmas Carol? Okay. For the <laughs> one it's one it's the Muppets. We can start there. It's a pretty easy, yeah. Yeah. It's a uh, I think it's the first movie that the, the Muppets made after Jim Henson died. Uh, um, yes. It's dedicated to him at the beginning. Yeah, Frank Oz directs it. Um and I think Brian Henson his son produced it probably. Um, yeah. So that's like that also has like a weird touching part to me that it's mm-hmm. the first thing that Jen Henson himself wasn't a part of. That was also that... the very first movie I ever saw in theaters. I was six. Really? I was that's six months start. old, and my mom took me into the theater, and I was quiet as a mouse while watching Muppet Christmas. <laughs> so clearly, it <laughs> did the right. Like, I've had a, I like you know the weird Twilight like. Uh, creepy life bond thing that the werewolf does to their yeah. kid. imprinting me uh, imprinting yes. it, Muppet Christmas Carol imprinted By the way, on the, me. Uh, it's just Kermit the, the frog just imprinting on you. Kermit the frog looks Jacob. right <laughs> off the, looks right into the camera and just stares into my soul. <laughs> um, so Whenever, I, I have like, an I want to hear relationship the... with the Muppets. Really, um, I thought I thought I just you know liked Muppets Christmas Carol a lot. No, and like also like you know Muppets Treasure Island. Also really good movies. Arguably the best adaptation of Treasure Island. Yeah. And I also really love the whole Puppet Master series, which is a horror series. Mm -hmm. I love Jim Jackson's second film, Meet the Feebles, which also features puppets (laughs) prominently. Uh, And then I realized it was like two years ago. I was like, oh my God, I'm just, I just fucking love puppets. (laughs) I don't know what it is. I'm just a puppet guy. Are you into puppets generally or specifically like Muppets and the associated media of Muppets, like Dark Crystal and the Wuzzles or whatever the fuck the TV show was? Fraggle Rock. No. Fraggle Rock. (laughs) I I think it's just in general puppet and Muppet-like things. No, I get you, dude. I legitimately have a love for clowns. Like, I think they're really funny and I enjoy their performances. (laughs) Say what? You're out You're of your psychotic. mind. Yeah. What? You're no, out of I your think, damn mind. I think clowning is like a skill, and to see someone who can be really funny doing clown shit yeah, is, is I, a really talented. Serial killer is also a skill, but the just is bad, <laughs> and usually go hand in hand. Yeah, because no one likes serial killers right now. Sure. Yeah, but no, like we more judge the people who like serial killers. Well, fuck it. You know, if you if you can like puppets, I'm allowed to like clowns. If someone went, funny. serial killing is an art form and a skill, I would not talk to that person anymore. And you're doing that with clowning. <laughs> okay, also, you're, like, setting up the, that the parallel would yes! be, like, clowning is on every level and description as bad as serial Look, killing. Gacy was a really good clown by all accounts. <laughs> John Wayne Gacy know, was a clown? Yes. Yeah, dude. His name is Pogo the Clown. Yeah. He's very famously a clown. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I'm That's one. That's one example. Give me one other example of it's a serial killer clown. It's the most prolific example. <laughs> yeah. To, to be fair, he didn't actually kill people while he was correct, a clown. Correct. They were like two separate things. Yeah. He, yeah. And I yeah, don't, don't judge a man clown by was. his hobbies. Don't judge a man by his hobbies. Clown. I mean, I, Clowning I was the hobby. The, the That's what I'm saying. Was you, know, you judge him for his day job, the serial killing, <laughs> the serial but for his nighttime gig, the clowning, he's fine. Yeah, I don't know. I I think you're gonna you're gonna find us a lonely world for clown lovers. Yeah, you're. Right. Uh, sorry. Tr- yeah. Well, first of all, don't ever Google the phrase "clown lover" in oh. your entire life. You do not want that <laughs> rabbit hole. Search on. Yeah, let me tell you, that stain does not come out of that soul when oh. you go down that rabbit hole. Uh. I don't um, want to hear about what stains you made looking up. Yeah, that's lovers. what I was going to say. Oh, uh, yeah. I guess that is. Uh, <laughs> Christmas. All right. So, all right, so, so back speaking, to Muppets Christmas Carol. Speaking, speaking of 
undesirable people. Jorge, I know that you have an opinion on Scrooge, and so the only oh. some of the most preparation I did this week uh-huh. was to bite you. I have that in my pocket, ready Scrooge. to go. I have, yeah, a, you want to I have a whole page so, of notes ready for you. <laughs> to to everyone listening, Jorge, I'm going to try to I'm going to try to present uh, or uh, at least introduce no, no, your no, no, argument no. as you objectively can, you can as say, possible. You can give you can give my thesis statement. Exactly. That's what I'm I will saying. be the only one delivering the argument. Jump oh, no, no. In, I, jump in to correct I, I want you to deliver it because it's no fun if I beat myself. So well, I want... That's uh, not what I'd say. Jorge. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Nailed it. Nailed it. 10 points to Brian Dor. Um, <laughs> You're fired. So, Jorge... I don't actually know what the thesis statement... Like, why do you, why why do do you, you want to defend Why do you even just Scrooge? say what... Okay. Fuck. Okay. The I think the only thing I'm trying to say is Scrooge is not as bad as people make him out to be. Okay. And elaborate. Interesting thesis. Okay. Okay. okay number one, he conducts a fair business. He's not being dishonest. He's not lying to anybody. He's not doing anything illegal. He's supplying many people with jobs. He's bankrolling businesses and small homes. He's a self-starting small business owner. All right. In terms a of the job, I don't disagree. I will say, in terms of the jobs, he has one. He hires Bob Cratchit. In the book, Does yeah, it- he literally has one clerk. Yeah, and it's Bob okay. Cratchit. It, okay, you know, let's talk about Bob Cratchit. If you're talking about Ooh. like the larger on, extent of Where- his business allows jobs to be created, I would say maybe. Yeah, okay, Mitt but in I'm terms gonna of be direct employment, it's just Bob Cratchit. I was thinking about all of the rats and. Muppets oh, Christmas that's you. Can't. Oh, oh, dude. Trust me. This is why Muppets Christmas Carol is better because they make Scrooge worse, but they make him a more nuanced worse. Okay. But the the research I did was off of the novel. All right. So let's talk. Okay. So let's talk about Bob Cratchit then. Point point the first. Point the first. Jorge, right? Is that he does something legal, right? I just want to make sure uh-huh. that I've got all these down. Yeah. Like his business is legal. He's only he's a, a like, upstart. He's like a self-starting not, not just businessman. Legal. It is. It is doing good. The, his it only crime in terms of the business is that he's a miserly cunt like that's the only thing okay yeah yes. uh, okay but point the second but he's specifically just thrifty he's not just being an asshole to everyone else because he puts himself through the same conditions he puts everybody else through okay he also lives in a drafty house he is also cold all day at the office uh the the line is if i remember gonzo uh scrooge liked uh scrooge liked the dark it was uh, damn it the house was dark and scrooge liked it darkness was cheap I By the way, I'm I'm eighty percent certain that's exactly how Gonzo says it because there's several times where he there's like the right half fucks up. No, like when he was going, God damn it, I'm like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure Gonzo just like flubs yeah. a line or something in that movie and he's like, ah, and he falls or something. Speaking of weird moments like out of the character, Gonzo does a pretty good job of being the Charles Dickens Gonzo until a chicken walks by and then the classic Gonzo wants to fuck a chicken happens. It's just like a quick little aside that he does. One of the first times I've noticed it watching it this time. But anyway, Jorge, your second point, your defensive Scrooge. Well, yeah. Well, my second point is thrifty, not selfish. You know, he's not doing it just to other people. Mm-hmm. He's putting himself through it too. It's his own decision. He is the boss of his own domain, you know? I would argue miserly, but thrifty works. Yes. Getting to point number three, Bob Cratchit, <laughs> who act like, you know, he doesn't get paid nothing. We've talked about how when you translate the payment, yeah. it's actually a good amount. Yeah, yeah. He's actually like a middle-class <laughs> citizen. He lives in a four-room house, I believe, in the novella. Yeah, he's got for plenty his of food seven and clothing. Yes, 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 yes. And in fact, the reason he doesn't have money 
which uh, his wife tells him is because he's spending recklessly, for example, on the Christmas goose, which is uh-huh. uh, could have covered a year's supply of medical attention for the entire family. Okay, that that's quote? that's all. So Bob Cratch is doing that shit to himself. That's a quote, right? Wait, that's a quote. Yes. Okay, that's. Pre- yes. I'm not gonna lie. That's, I, got, I got quotes here. That dude. is pretty damning. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. And 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 Bob Cratchit also does not hate Scrooge. He specifically oh, says, not. "Let's give thanks to the founder of the feast because he knows yeah. Scrooge is doing good for him." He he does understand okay. no, no, no. in the destitute times that he is he actually he is grateful for his position. Yeah, as far as they're concerned, everything's like above board. That's you also know? the Everybody's argument of why he spends recklessly because he's he is happy for his station and is like, I want to celebrate this because my family deserves this, so I want to give them to that thing. So like, yeah. it, it may- so which brings me to point four, which is all right. Like, what about Tiny Tim though? Right. Which is sure. Tiny Tim is fucking dead anyways. Wait, there's no there's no amount of money he could have spent in that time period where they would have like magically found the medicine that was going to save Tiny Tim. Like that dude is donezo, you know. Okay, and in okay. this even we're, we're, present day America, ain't no company gonna pay to save you know your little. What does he have even? It's probably like tuberculosis. Yeah, it's just consumption, which should be completely non treatable in the 1830s. He's, uh... 1840s, but whatever. He's just um, dead anyway. Okay, all right. Let's let's pump the fucking brakes here because oh we're doing a lot of things. Am I, am I now we're talking out about too many. Is I don't it know what too, too hard. No, no, no. Because your fourth, because you made a fourth point and you didn't introduce it. Your fourth point is like compared <sighs> to Bob Cratchit, Scrooge yeah. isn't so bad. That's that's like your fourth point, no. right? No, no. He's pointing he's out not... that Bob Cratchit isn't suffering unduly because of Scrooge. He is suffering okay. unduly all right. All right. because of his own reckless spending habits. So, to counteract point the first, oh my god! It literally says in the Christmas Carol that he is a good day of business. Even on the day of Marley's funeral, he is a good man of business. Yeah. It never says that he conducts his business badly. It never says that he conducts his business unfairly. In fact, he's described as an honest businessman. Yeah. This is not yes. counter to our modern interpretation of Scrooge. Scrooge's sin. He is still a closed, covetous, contriving old sinner. But it is not because of the way that he cunt, conducts. But yes, all right. It's well that mine's the quote. Um, it's not. That's not the reason that he needs saving. The reason he needs saving is because he closes himself off. The only way that he exists as a human being is in business. And so, sure, mm-hmm. he conducts that business fairly, but he has no feeling has. towards his fellow man. <laughs> He has no compassion for anything he doesn't allow himself to feel. He has fallen into the sin of despair, and that is unacceptable at Christmas. Okay, but that's a different thesis statement. And no, no, no. To my thesis statement. No, no, no. I'm saying that your first point is on a wrong assumption. The assumption being that his sin is the miserliness, which is not what it says in the book. Scrooge is described as a good businessman, so it's fine that he's a good businessman. That's not the reason he's bad. His the reason sin he's is bad being is that he's emotionally mas- walled off and like incapable of that sort of thing yeah but my argument is not that the ghost should not have come for him it is just he's just not as bad as we make him out to be no i'm saying yes like i'm not even disagreeing with you i'm just saying that i'm just saying that i'm right i feel like you're you're literally sure you're literally both correct because taylor is just going yeah scrooge is bad but for this reason and you're going Yes, but he's not bad for these reasons, which means it lessens the blow okay. of that sort of bad thing. Because right. overall, no, no, we I'm, go, I'm gonna... we, we all hate, everyone goes, Scrooge sucks and we hate him for all these reasons. And Jorge is going, well, these last couple of reasons I disagree with because those shouldn't affect your opinion on him. 
only the main thing should, which is being an emotional cripple. He is an emotional cripple. He's an emotional uh, Tiny Tim. And he, he is emotionally what Tiny Tim's legs are exactly. physically. <laughs> okay, well, if we, if we want to focus more then on what the ghosts are after... Then we should be talking about his nephew Fred, who is the real dick in the story. Who's I'm being not gonna fake fight you on to that Scrooge one. and then mean behind his back because he just wants that inheritance. Okay, first of all, you're wrong. Second of all, say. I totally get why we I totally get why Scrooge doesn't like Fred, but I totally agree that Fred's right. So we have that back and forth. Uh Uncle, like what reason do you have any oh no, he, uh, Scrooge starts. What reason do you have to be merry? You're poor enough. And he says, Well, what reason do you have to be miserable? You're, You're rich, rich enough. enough. And then Scrooge returns. If I were to work my will, I would uh, what is it? Like I would cook every man who goes around with a Merry Christmas on his lips with his own turkey and bury him with a stake of holly in his heart. Yes, I've yeah. watched the Christmas Carol like, more than a few yeah. times. It's a real aggressive so, it's a real aggressive move. But that's his yeah, bit, but... that because Fred is wishing him a Merry Christmas, he is in some way faulted and stupid. And so everyone like him who celebrates Christmas deserves to be burned and cooked with their own turkey and buried with a stake of holly through his heart. That's a he little did, fucked just, up. He just wants to be alone. And you were talking much no, the same way not... not two episodes ago. But that's not. Yeah, but I changed. I can make fun of first act Scrooge because I'm third act Scrooge. I'm feeling pretty fucking good right now. The Smirnoff Ice is I'm helping. Saying, like when it, when push comes to shove and Fred is at a party with all of his friends, he's like he's talking mad shit. He's he the, makes one the joke. of talking he shit makes about one yeah, joke. He makes one joke and then goes no, but in all seriousness, to Mister Scrooge. Like uncle. at the end, he's like no, but for real, I like him and let's toast to him. And everybody else goes, what the fuck, Fred? Why are you actually toasting this literal piece of shit? And he's like, nah, man, he's all right. And then fucking toasts him. Like, oh, I didn't, I didn't know about yeah, that. Yeah. That's what yeah. it, it happens in fucking Muppets. Dude, I don't think it happens in Muppets. 80% It does it happen in Muppets. Okay. So we, I think we've covered that well enough. Point the second that oh, he's no. thrifty, not selfish. I do not make Mary myself at Christmas. I don't expect to make idle people married is the line from Christmas Carol, right? And so that pretty much goes with your point, right? The reason that Scrooge doesn't give to charity is because he's uncharitable to himself. Yes. Okay. I'm just making is that a fair statement of your point, Jorge? Sure. By the way, you can I, I in this conversation, you can feel the tension of him leading up that point to counterpunch the shit yeah, out no. of it. So like Jorge was just so reticent to be like, yes. I would just like to remind you we're not at the end of a drunken night and we should at least try to impart a little bit more information mm. before okay, we just you're right, you're right, you're ramble right. off into our own argument. All right, I'm going to say because he's not charitable and he has the capacity to be charitable, he has a responsibility to be charitable, but that's just me. During Christmas only, he has a responsibility to have goodwill towards men, which is the lesson that he learns at the beginning, and that's one of the reasons well, that he needs saving. He learns it at the end. That's, that's an interesting thought. He, he wouldn't learn it at the beginning. That wouldn't make any goddamn sense. In <laughs> yeah. the first act, first ghost visits, all right, I'll be completely charitable, spends the whole night just sitting up being like, Man, I really like everything now. It's great, it's great, it's great. And then just cut to the morning. Yeah, I'm wondering like what the psychoanalytic version of Christmas Carol is. He goes back to his his childhood and goes, ah, there we go. 
that's the moment where I sublimated uh, and internalized. <laughs> there we, now I have I see conquered this now. pathology and I shall be healthy once again. And I'm not thinking about my mom as much. End of Christmas Carol. There you go. <laughs> it's a 30, it's a 30 just... page novella. <laughs> well, I, you know, I can't stop thinking about what, what comes next. You know, if, if he just starts recklessly spending, it's not like he, he only has to recklessly spend it. during Christmas and it's not reckless. It's charitably spend. Also, he Jorge, ask the oh, boy to literally buy the biggest fucking goose. Jorge, it's, it's once a year. He already what? has a bunch of money saved up, and he's fucking old. He's Him and Tiny he's Tim are on ticking fucking, fucking clocks. So yeah. by the time that Marley dies, they've already built a successful business, and it's been seven years since Marley dies at the beginning of Christmas Carol. So he's been saving and miserly and shitty for his entire life. This motherfucker has a war chest yeah, to exactly. be charitable. He has what a Christmas war to, chest. I'm not, I'm not worried about him. What's going to happen to the company after he dies? Bob Cratchit can't run that shit. What's going to happen to all the people who are depending on those loans? <laughs> He'll be swallowed oh, no, they'll up by put a larger the, the business firm up for that auction. will ruthlessly carry out all of the loans. And Isn't it a little early for that, though? I don't know. <laughs> I feel like there's... Feel like that town's gonna go south not long after that town of Scrooge is dead. I'm sorry, the town. You mean London? (laughs) Little old London town. Little old London town. You know Uh, how big was it in 1840? At some point, the largest city in the world. (laughs) Not any of the times they've made a Christmas Carol. (laughs) No, I mean, in all honesty, they probably just sell the company, and that you know someone less miserly than Scrooge is now put in in charge of their. Or well, in barge, if they're fat. It's just in like barge. fucking Fozzie Bear, dude. Oh, Fozzie Week was so dope. <laughs> God. Yeah, so for everyone listening, Fozzie Bear, waka, 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 Fozzie Bear plays Fuzzywig as Fozzywig in The Muppets Christmas Carol. Fucking Again, proving that their adaptation A plus casting. Uh, is perfect. <laughs> to the point where I would posit that though it was a fine attempt, Charles Dickens wrote the first draft of Christmas Carol and the Muppets really brought it home. They're the ones who perfected it and like made the final draft of Christmas Carol. I actually they made all the appropriate emendations. Yeah. You probably shouldn't even read or watch any other Christmas Carol. Yeah. Cuz also no, but, having watched a good number of them, don't. By the way, in, in case anybody doesn't know, so like normally for these things, like if the BBC does a production or, you know, some network does like a special of a Christmas Carol, they'll get like a heavy fucking hitter for Scrooge. They'll get like uh, George C. Scott was in one of them in the original, like, you know, in the 50s or whatever. Yeah, the 1930s. Patrick Stewart has one of them. The guy they get for uh-huh. Scrooge in Muppet uh-huh. Christmas mm-hmm. Carol oh, is yeah. fucking Sir Michael Caine. Michael like Caine. Michael, Michael Caine. <laughs> It's perfect. Uh, And he's perfect. Acting against Kermit the Frog. Who is the perfect Bob Cratchit. Like, I know. Truly is. Ah, Mr. Scrooge. Um, a little more coal for the fire. (laughs) And Robin's the perfect Tiny Tim. It all works. It's... Yeah, no, it that is. cast of characters is literally perfect. That cast is hilariously perfect. Sam the Eagle as the strict, uh, school teacher in the fucking flashback of Christmas Past oh. is absolutely perfect. And they they started the out in way. the fucking credits. <laughs> exactly. They they go uh, the great Gonzo playing Charles Dickens <laughs> and Rizzo the Rat playing Rizzo the Rizzo Rat. The rat. <laughs> I fucking love Rizzo the Rat. Isn't there that whole Rizzo thing where Rizzo Pepe. is just going your Gonzo oh, and he's like, no, I'm Charles Dickens, and he's like, that's stupid. <laughs> that's God. usually his whole. That's usually what it is. Everyone, right, we're just we, going to release a bonus episode where we just live stream us watching Muppets Christmas Carol. Yes, I'd um, love to. Yeah, we can do uh, that. Yeah. 
Uh, y'all enjoy that. Merry so Christmas. For for this prep, did you guys both watch Muppet Christmas Carol? No, I, I didn't. did. Neither did I. I didn't actually watch I, it this time. Well, I watch it every year, so I'm exactly, really familiar exactly. with it. Exactly. Like I've I've watched I'm, it recently for pleasure, but I well, didn't gonna, watch it for the homework here. I'm saving it up for like closer to Christmas. You know, I don't, don't want to just like blow my load this dude, early. Dude, I'm gonna watch December. it. Dude, are you kidding me? I'm a fucking. Yeah, <laughs> I'll watch it any number of times and blow any number of loads on yeah. it. Oh, uh, the um. By the way, the Santa Claus came on TV. Nice and. I saw maybe two frames, and I was like, "This is the Santa Claus." <laughs> we didn't. Even, I didn't yeah. see any anybody's physical features. It was literally. <laughs> I just could see that it was the floor of the doorway to an office. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Yo, this is the fucking Santa Claus." He's 100 the Santa Claus. <laughs> I I call that type of recognition of something Christian rock recognition because it's 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 amazing how if you're twiddling through the radio, you can hear one note of a song on a radio station you never heard. Go, Christian rock. It's Christian rock. Yep. I know it. <laughs> I'm not going to listen to the rest of this. He's not wrong. Like, yeah, I'm, I, I have because it's. I mean, if you're going through the middle of Oklahoma and you're like you're on NPR, you've got like a one in three chance it's going to be country oldies or fucking Christian rock, mm-hmm. and you can just you just get good at it. So yeah, whenever you have that savant moment, it's Christian rock identification. It's a Christian identification. Um, okay, so let's let's hit yeah. up let's hit up some of the other Christmas carols. All right. So we don't just talk about Muppets. Because I will, I will I was talk say, about we Muppets could, we could the whole time. We could just talk your, your ears off audience with Muppet Christmas yeah, let's Carol do... the whole time. But we won't. All right. So Brian, your mom, as we learned last week, <laughs> likes Mr. Magoo's Christmas Carol. <laughs> she I am does. not going to... We're going to withhold my opinion on Mr. Magoo's Christmas Carol. Yeah. So I'm assuming you've watched Mr. Magoo's too, I right? have watched it several times with my mother. Okay. Yeah. So like well, it. I say we. I, I just years. want to run through it real fast, in my memory, to mm-hmm. see if there's anything I'm missing. Okay. Yeah. So what I remember is it starts out with a really, really, really long, extended Mr. Magoo like driving up to the premiere there's of Mr. The, Magoo's the Christmas book special. ending. Yeah, like there's the sort of meta uh, situation of it. Yes, it, I don't remember is it, it being is it that as long, long as no. I remember it because no, it no, felt no, no, like no, an no. eternity. It does feel like that, from my opinion. Sorry, mom. Um, but it, felt like a fucking it is Scorsese not as long movie. as you think it is. No, 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 no. Definitely not. Okay. They hop. So in that there. was weird. That was weird for me, being someone who likes to hop right into yes. Christmas Carol. Like the that's Muppets all do. tough. Then um, it, it's kind of bizarre because, and I think it's inherently actually the maybe not the issue I have with it, but the confusion I get with it. Like Mr. Magoo is a very you know he's this old senile half blind doofus like he's not yeah he's like a slapstick guy he's not meant yeah, no to I, be, like yeah he's generally good hearted but he's not exactly like i'm a big mr Magoo so fan. when he's scrooge i'm always like okay but like you're still mr magoo pretending to be Scrooge. <laughs> like it's like certain actors where it's like you're not becoming the character you're just you pretending to be this guy that's exactly yeah, what you're that saying mr. the magoo lines is. but you know nothing's really happening exactly yeah um, that's the whole thing kermit the frog He's not even a character. Is he's an Bob actor. <laughs> he is. He is an actor. Kermit the Frog is the man behind the character. Bingo. Kermit the Frog is an entity unto himself. No one plays Kermit. There is a Kermit out there. Correct. In the like, same way that there is a Mickey Mouse. I don't know if you guys remember, but when Kermit the Frog and Miss Piggy broke up, that was literally a news story. Yes. That came out on the news. That was on and the they were like, mainstream. Yo, these two celebrities we all love that also, by the way, will never die. And will never do anything awful. 
Yeah, which Correct. is just a great thing to know that we have a <laughs> few celebrities just, that are completely just, safe. I'm imagining what that news cycle was like. Too, like Kermit. a plane goes down in the sea of some South Asian, I don't know, like some like near Malaysia. Mister and Mrs. like Kermit and Piggy, Miss Piggy break up. By the way, there was another ISIS bombing. End of the newscast. <laughs> oh, just like, dude, like that's the... how serious. <laughs> A legitimate news story. This Definitely was in the human interest section of the news. So like the C okay, yeah. Block, so they put it in the know, last five minutes before they sign off, right? When sure. they're about to go to the next half hour. Yeah, exactly. All right. So what about what about some other ones? How about um, you said the George C. Scott one? I think that's the classic one. Like that's the one my sure. mom likes. Yeah, the nineteen eighty four um, George C. Scott. I'm sure it's it's fun. not this bad. Is the thing. This I can is, talk Scrooged. That's what I, was, I that's what I watched. Scrooged. I I'd never watched it before, and this was the first today really? I watched it. Yes, for the first. You time. watched Scrooged. Yes. Honestly, oh, I, yeah, dude, what'd you think? I watched it just for the ending monologue. Honestly, oh, that's yeah. the best part. Yes, that is the best. That part. one will get me and the the, uh, the drink. The drink that he makes is perfect. Oh yeah. Just what is like it? A few splashes of tab mm-hmm. and, <laughs> and a whole <laughs> like glass of rum. Hand of tab. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah so Brian. Good. What'd you think though, man? I um kind of had mixed feelings on it. Uh oh. It felt like well, it felt exactly like an. 80s Christmas Carol because it was mm-hmm. a lot more flash and panache and the changes that were made for me killed a little bit of the substance of it like again you're right about the ending monologue um mm-hmm. that nails it no matter what but like to be honest I did not buy Bill Murray as that type of character like when I was watching him I'm like you're trying to do it feels like they tried to like shoehorn in Groundhog Day and a couple of his other characters into a Scrooge type. And I'm like, you're trying to be a specific type of asshole, but you're not that asshole. So it doesn't, it's not playing for me. Um, so that's a, that's a plot that. point I, though, I right? It, though. That, um, that when they go back to his past, he was like a fun loving guy. And then, you know, corporatism sucked him up and took his soul or whatever. And that's yeah. what he's being saved from in Scrooge. There, there is a couple, the one yeah. thing that I actually had a confusion about was, they basically turned Marley, they combined Marley and Fezziwig, and I thought that was a very bad choice. Yes. Because it does not make I, any goddamn sense. sense. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, for some, they have yeah. Robert Meacham in the fucking thing as the current boss, and I'm like, why isn't he the Marley type? And then just fucking have Lee Hayward, whatever the fuck the, other guy, um, the actor's name is, John Forsythe, have him just be the Fezziwig. Like, have him be the cool boss that brought him in, and now he's under the thumb of, like, this you know, scary boss, but he's not. So like they, they kind of, and it's a thing I was thinking about with Christmas Carol. Christmas Carol is very much, um, kind of a black and white story in terms of the characters. Like there's definitely nuance to the characters because they're characters, but like there's clear archetypical roles they are filling in it. And Scrooge mm-hmm. blurs too many of those lines for me to mm. Not necessarily lose it, because I actually was entertained by the film as a whole, and I'll get to the positives in a second. I do not mean to take a hot steaming dump on this film. Um, but Brian, the, the, for you, do, does it does it feel like a cash grab? Like, it, it works really well. Like, it's Bill Murray, and it is a good performance, and that last monologue's dope as fuck. Uh-huh. But does it feel like a cash grab version of I actually Christmas don't think Carol? it does. I think, because it's by um, Richard Donner, the guy who did the fucking Superman movie, the for the original oh, Superman shit. and Superman 2. Like... So he's a real, you know, director with real chops and stuff. Like, I think he made an earnest attempt, but he, I think he tried to... I was thinking of, if it ain't broke, don't fix it during the movie. And mm. I was like, they're trying to fix things that aren't broken. 
That, that was believe my, it or not, Charles Dickens wrote a pretty goddamn compelling it, story. You can follow the same script of it, but you've added some like Bobcat Goldwaite's character in it is. I love him. In oh, that. he's so fucking funny. Uh, is and he, I, is yeah, he was, that was, one that kind of talks like I that? Was I was trying to say, dude, he should so still be often. in movies. He, dude, he's directing movies now, and I'm so happy for him. Like okay, the more I success he I has, can. the better I feel because he's. I'm a imagining. Treasure. Like a he's a gritty drama that he's directing, and they're having <laughs> no. this solid love affair, and you know they cut the first time, and they need to reshoot it for angles, and he comes, um, I really need you guys to like, uh, uh, thank you, a little more passion, and if you can use your fingers more, you're like, oh, doing like a weird Kermit image. I know his, his is that's kind of what his voice um, sounds like, though. You're not getting the gravelness of it, where he's like, <laughs> like that sort of part of it. Um, yeah, but his character is almost superfluous in it like they wanted bobcat but they're like we'll make a sort of character into it and i'm like "Eh, no he's funny and entertaining i'm just like this is the problem with the movie for me it's i think the whole is not as good as the sum of its parts i think Mm -hmm. everything in it is awesome but there is a weird lack of sinewy connective thread to make it all a really fucking great film like honestly I i love all of their ghosts Every yeah, single one uh, of them. The, oh, the the, I, I don't care about the future one as much. It's a little on the nose. Oh, but yeah, the, of course. Uh, it's the one that's like through the, in, the television screens and shit. It's the, it's the Reaper, the giant Reaper with some wires, the skeleton inside, and the television yeah. screen for a face. Yeah. 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 And uh, I think in general, you're probably right, but there mm-hmm. is something about the 80s and 90s like spaghetti on the wall films that are like really chaotic like yes. that that I just fucking dog like. There's it. a bunch of really low rated movies that I just it's, love. For it's being more so like that's hard. That's honestly that's kind of a hard story to tell in the big corporate neon 80s and 90s where like every greed attitude was basically greed is good and this story is like hey maybe don't and I'm like no, no. one's gonna listen to this story like everyone's gonna go shut the <laughs> fuck up. I liked you, him better if, at the beginning. If you think about like how that monologue comes out, he does do it on live television, on live television. and mm-hmm. ends up being so successful at it that yes. he probably makes even more money. For he definitely doing kept the his right job, thing, like, but, but corporatism the right thing, just like yeah. takes it back from him. Yeah, and for the goes, right thing. Yeah, he does the right thing, and it ends up being just as bad. Also, I totally like, you know, emotionally fell. For the fucking instead of being crippled in the whatever way, the him being the the tiny Tim being like traumatized and mute, and then saying the line at the end, I was like, I'm not gonna cry, I'm not gonna cry, fuck you, I'm not gonna cry. <laughs> no, whoa, Dude. hold on. They he tries to say it, and then Bill Murray steals it from him. <laughs> well, he, he literally steals he, mute tiny learned Tim's line. Nothing, Bill Murray's it. character. You've learned nothing because he's holding him and he's 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 below camera, so. Like, uh, I forget, I don't know what the kid's name is in the thing, but the Tiny Tim Tiny basically Tim. says the line. And then, like, his mom, you know, hit the Bob Cratchit, the Roberta Cratchit of the fucking movie. Like, Mrs. Sees, Cratchit. Yeah, Mrs. Cratchit. Well, but she is Bob Cratchit in that regard because she is the one working for him and goes to the family sort of thing. Um, oh, right. Yeah, like, it's literally, she. it's Alfre Woodard. It's fucking um, Black Mariah from Luke Cage, rest in peace, the show, and a uh, <laughs> whole bunch of stuff. She's really good. Um, but he says the line and it's actually really charming and delightful. Then he picks him up and then he says the line into the camera. My God, and I'm like, God he, damn it, Bill Murray. He knows how to sell it, man. 
I know. To the fact that yeah. I didn't realize that he stole the line until yes. you guys told him that, told yes. me that just now, that I've just been so charmed by for years by Bill yes. Murray that I didn't realize this total dick to that kid. All right. So what um, about what about um, the 2009 Disney one, <clears throat> the one with uh, Jim Carrey, the kind of weird CGI one? I didn't one? watch it. Yeah, Dude, at a certain point, you just stop watching Christmas Carol movies. Jim Carrey well, tries. Jim Carrey tries. Um, so we can skip that one and go to Ghost of Girlfriends Past, which might what? be are you one kidding of me? the wilder versions. Are you? Are you? Is this happen? Am I on punked? Is this candid camera? <laughs> what the fuck's happening right now? It's Matt McConaughey. What are you talking about, dude. You're actually Jorge, do you, bringing. Do you this not up? know what this movie is? I, I really please, don't know what you're Please talking. explain okay, so, it to him, Taylor. And please try to get yourself out of this hole you are digging. Because you are in a trench right now. Matt, Matthew McConaughey. I like Matty, that. as I refer to him as, Almost, is a photographer and a cad and a dedicated bachelor who's dating several women at once. And Don't you actually Chris- have inside knowledge on how he actually is? Yeah. Um, so my, <laughs> this is a good one. My, um, my cousin Colin... Uh, owns a property which is used for sets for like magazine shoots and for commercials and there was a wild turkey ad being shot on his ah. property uh, and it had matt mcconaughey and apparently he just got like fucking wasted by like 3 p.m he was useless as a man uh which i, I think mean, is just awesome that he's working for wild turkey ad. yeah uh, but so matt mcconaughey drinking wild turkey in this movie ghost of girlfriends past is visited by the ghost of three different girlfriends all of whom are still alive but they're ghosts <laughs> Yo, at I'd the same that. time and you know they teach him how he became so shitty towards ladies and he finds true love at the end like it's just it's a it's a rom-com it's also a christmas carol it's also an all right all right all right matthew mcconaughey movie this Yo, is I an episode to switch it up this year and watch a bunch of hallmark movies uh-huh. and it's it is treating me right man they're not bad. I'm, I'll, I'll watch that. I'll be good. Shout out to, again, and more suggestions from my mom. Um, shout out to, it was like the town that fucking missed Christmas or something like that. Uh, a Bramble House Christmas was one of them. Uh, there was a couple. Uh, there was a couple ones Coopers that were okay. yesterday. That was super good. Um, but if we're back on Christmas Carol. Please, and we dear do, God. Cause we never I got off go Christmas Carol. Some more obscure ones. Sure. Let's talk about uh, All Dogs Go to Heaven 3. Wait, I'm sorry. An what? all dogs Christmas, Christmas Carol. Carol, which is one of my favorite versions. I've actually it's, never seen. It's this a one. good one. It's a goodie, man. It's so. Oh man! <laughs> Yo, I don't, please I don't know set this re- one up because I'm okay, so okay, okay, interested wait, wait. to see how this works. Okay, so Charlie the dog is in heaven. Yes. Um, what was that? What was that little hot dog's name? <laughs> Let's call him Hot Dog. I have no idea. I don't know. There's, there's angel dogs in heaven and they're doing christmas carol on the evil dog car face dude uh, dude, dude. <laughs> God. because he's God. he's serving some like crazy poodle witch dog car face will never cease itchy. to make itchy me is laugh his name itchy yeah, is the wiener dog itchy who's played by uh 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 it's louise uh, i almost got it you gotta give us something yeah no. What You'll else know. were they? Dom DeLuise. Uh, Dom DeLuise. There you go. Oh, you go. Dom DeLuise. Yeah. Nailed it. Plays it, which is perfect. That is yeah, pretty good. That one was super good. They did like uh, they do songs. 
they do the whole the whole nine yards. Okay. Yeah, for your standard X does Christmas Carol, I think it's one of the best ones. Because if I'm not wrong, it was like direct to video, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but I think all Dogs Go to Heaven has been good at that because the second one oh, has, has a dog using evil powers. No, a cat using evil powers to pretend he's a dog so he can trick Carface into helping him steal like Poor Carface. <laughs> But he's like stealing Gabriel the Archangel's flute so he could rip open the gates of hell. No. <laughs> yeah. Or like, the gates of heaven to drag to all drag the good everything. dogs down to hell. It's it's incredible storyline. Also the plot is literally Miltonic in its like scale. <laughs> also, all dogs do not go to heaven. Except for one. This, so the, so I, all dogs do not go to heaven then. No, wait, which dog does not go to heaven? The the bulldog that works for the cat that's literally dragged to hell at the Carface? end. Carface. Of... Oh no, think... he does get angel wings. Yeah, because Carface end, is he? the protagonist of the third one. Oh no, oh, you're right. All dogs all go to heaven. The cat gets dragged down to hell horrifically. That is fair. Yeah, he just got dragged down a long enough timeline. Everybody's life expectancy drops to zero. Yeah, no, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. All dogs go to heaven. Every dog has his day. Scrooge gets better at the end. Yes. Oh, Taylor. This is um, to kind of go into a little more of a serious back thing, instead yeah. of instead of embarrassing yourself with Matthew McConaughey films. Um, <laughs> maybe you could give like some insight. What is it about Christmas Carol that keeps you coming back? That's aside from the Muppet, aside from the types of thing, like what is there something in no, no, no. the There's story something about itself? Chris, the story, yeah, you're right. There is something about the story of Christmas Carol that entices me. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it's the way in which Scrooge like recognizes who he is for the first time. Like it's uh, we have a lot of a lot of like buildings, romans, a lot of coming of age stories or development stories mm-hmm. or heroes tales or whatever that are all about progressing uh, and you know becoming something else. But what I think is magical about Christmas Carol is that Scrooge doesn't really develop too much um he just recognizes who he is and then at the very end just decides to change but the whole plot the whole three ghosts are just for the for the sake of like recognizing yourself and being honest with yourself confronting yourself so i think like it's a really powerful plot in that way um i don't know there's there's an element of that that keeps me coming back yeah i think there's uh there's something very powerful about the holiday season and even if I'm not I'm not saying like you need to be a goody two shoes or whatever, but like even <laughs> completely selfishly, there are good feelings to be had if you can tap into that Christmas spirit. And oh yeah. Christmas Carol gives you like a nice vehicle through which to trick your brain chemistry into feeling that that good times. Yeah. Even I if def- you're being a little bit of a grouch, you know? I definitely agree. I think- I also appreciate that Christmas Carol kind of solidified the Christmas traditions of Victorian England and therefore like how we celebrate Christmas now. Cause it was kind of on Christmas had a real iffy period um, during the 17th and 18th and 19th centuries mm-hmm. in England. And Christmas Carol is considered by some to be like those things that really made Christmas carols and Christmas trees and Christmas cheer and generosity and good. Like these are now Christmas things because of Charles Dickens. Thank so, you. Like, just thank you. Appreciating Dickens for that codifying Christmas. Thank you, yeah. Charles. <laughs> Thanks, CD. Good old Chuck Dick. All right, we wanna, do we want to put a put a bow on this bitch? <laughs> I think so. I want to buy the biggest goose. We have to cover goose. last time too because we forgot. Oh yeah, 
Yeah. So let's start at the last one. Previously on, on Are We yeah. Friends? Previously. I just did it. Uh, don't, you don't have to say it. I was well, he was going deeper. I was. Um, and if you go deeper, you get to say it. What are we in a uh, 70s absolutely. porno? So on the subject of the Krampus, what are we feeling, boys? We're, are we friends on we're Krampus? Friends. Yeah, I mean, we, we even forgot to ask. Yeah. That means yeah, we yes. are having such a great time. I mean, it usually means yes. But not Black Pete. Go away. Yeah, we're not going to ever talk about Black Pete again. Just go ahead and see you later. Oh, I Googled him, too. And immediately, the damn (laughs) Dutch. Like, look, I live in America. Like, I know a thing or two about racism. But, like, (laughs) holy shit, Dutchland. Whoops. (laughs) We're American children. We're treasures. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so what what about... uh, Now that we got uh, that out of the way, what about Christmas Carol? Um, I did see. I we can get a lot more into the weeds with the Scrooge thing. I'm not convinced we're not saying the same thing though. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with yes, yes for my boy Scrooge who learns his lesson. Yeah, offline. I am sure we're gonna continue that conversation. <laughs> it's and gonna it be is gonna be at the end of a drunken of night, two in the morning. Forehand <laughs> Taylor is just. I'll still everyone be else on has the gone call to bed. Somehow going. Oh my god stop (laughs) so for everybody everybody listening this uh this is not an unusual occurrence where jorge and i will either leave or after a party uh, not leave but like find us another section of a party to be at and we'll just have conversations that will last for fucking hours about the most ridiculous arguments and people will literally come in and like are you guys still talking about this oh my god fuck you guys you just just watch them be like i don't want anything to do with this so i apologize for you having to hear any of that (laughs) i know uh and it's it's one of my favorite parts of my friendship with jorge is that we'll have these arguments and like figure them out yeah uh so we come out we'll come to a conclusion yeah speaking of conclusions taylor uh so are we friends argued the little bit now and in anticipation for the much longer argument to come i think we are friends uh and i'm gonna say in the spirit of the season and to cap off the taylor scrooge arc yes we are friends i have a huge smile on my face by the way like just merry fucking christmas everybody i don't know this i think we awesome. can really bring it home next week oh we're we have... gonna because like if this if this was ghost christmas is yet to come then t- the next episode is going to be the next morning. Is the reckless spending. Where he's like, get me that giant goose. Oh, yeah. Get oh, me yeah. a goose that is bigger than you, you literal Muppet. I want to need <laughs> help to carry it. <laughs> All righty, everybody. Thank you for listening to another episode of Are We Friends? You can find us on the World Wide Web at r-we-friends.com, as well as on Twitter and Instagram at underscore are we friends? All one word. I just want to throw it out to you guys. We we broke down the numbers today. We are gaining listeners, and people are not taking that $15. <laughs> I just want to write this damn check because I need to buy more checks to pay rent, and I'm saving this check to send it to somebody. If you are not a friend or a family of ours, and you are a listener of us, hit us up on Twitter and Instagram, and we will write you a check for $15 for being our first official fan. So find us do it we're excited for it all right um experiencing the true joy of christmas in nothing but a nightshirt i am your co-host taylor uh i am the ghost of christmas drinks yet to come brian and i'm still just jorge <laughs> merry christmas bah humbug